Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Centurion Leadership Battalion podcast, your source of accountability, inspiration, and motivation to become your best and reach your fullest potential every day. Our motto, it's simple, to use our determination to crush our everyday leadership tasks so that we dominate in our delivery of services and products to our clients and achieve victory and personal growth, profitability, and creating environments for those around us to prosper. Let's get this show started. Welcome back to the Centurion Leadership Podcast. It's your host, Elena. Excited to jump into another question. As always, please make sure you're connecting with us over on Instagram, Facebook, whatever profile or social media platform you prefer. Uh, You can also stream our podcast on Apple Podcasts or whatever streaming app you enjoy the most. You can download and save to your phone and you can sign up for automatic downloads, which is even better. You'll always be getting notified whenever we have a new episode come out. Today we have Justin back with us for another question. Welcome back, Justin. Thank you, Elena. How are you doing today? I'm doing well. And our question today is why is winning important? So I'm excited for this and to see where the conversation leads us. This is a good question because, you know, we, we do the podcast and we're giving all this content out. So um, if you are winning and some of the things in the podcast are working for you, you need to, um, you know, help us out a little bit, give us some reviews, give, you know, we don't accept payment in any other firm than, uh, spreading the word and uh, giving us reviews. Um, so if you feel um, that you are winning in your life and this podcast is helping, uh, please help us and give us reviews and spread the love and um, um, help Elena and I get the positivity we're trying to spread out there to the world through the podcast and and all the support staff that's behind us, guys. Like I don't know if anyone knows this but we do have a team that helps us behind the scenes that is that doesn't get any credit doesn't get their name out there should probably could do a better job of thanking everyone but there is a whole group that helps us win it's not a solo effort and it's the same for me at food service partners right we win at food service partners because we have over 600 people that believe in our in our mission and our goals and and with primal rock growing and and grown strong growing and uh, Better With Bacon Fat Studios growing. Um, you know, those are all companies that are growing also. And it's about the, the reason we grow is because we make it a lot about winning and celebrating those winnings, but also understanding that winning's fleeting. So if you guys are winning, help us spread the word and help us um, get more people winning in the world. So why is winning important? Um, Gosh, I think first off, learn uh, having felt losing is a pretty big deal. Like we need, we talked about uncomfortability in the last podcast and doubt. Um, and while losing can lead to doubt, losing is definitely something that we have to experience, and it's just part of life. Um, not getting a trophy, like not winning, like believe me, as an entrepreneur, you it happens more than winning. And uh, we just, I just don't look at it as losing anymore, you know? Um, But I think experiencing losing in in its form, whatever that looks like, whether it's sports or chess or games or whatever, it's very important that we 
we understand what winning and losing is in life. Um, it's an important lesson. It's why sports were created. It's why, you know, it's a very easy way to show what winning and losing is instead of war, we can prove it through sports and things like that. So, um, we need to really focus on what winning means. Um, we talked about self-doubt last time and getting over self-doubt means winning, but winning takes a lot of forms like winning in sports means winning a game, but that's preparedness. That's a lifetime of practice. That's gaining skills, um, in your sport, so on and so forth. And then if you're good enough, um, like a Kobe Bryant, for example, or a Lewis Hamilton for formula one, uh, I, I probably said the name wrong there and um, like seemed to come out wrong for some reason, but any of those type of guys or, that are really dominating their sport and be, becoming legends um, or how they've got winning mentality in it. And even when they were winning, they became better winners um, because they wanted to keep winning. And I think some people argue, you know, what are you afraid of not losing or winning? Um, for me, it's both. Like I have an equally amount of fear of losing as I have and for me in various ways. And I use each one um, to lead differently and to motivate people differently and to motivate myself differently. Um, but winning it has always been an important part of who I am. I'm a very competitive person by nature. I want to win as food service partners. I want to be the best food, nutrition, and um, health, like, or sorry, health, nutrition, food company out there. I want to be the healthiest, most nutrition food business that there is. I want to change the world in that. I want to have better animals and all that. Um, it's a big goal, but I want, that's the way I feel I can win is be number one and basically nutrition and health food company in the world, like that big, that large, that much of an impact and make that much a difference in the farming and the vertical integration, all thing. That's my winning. That's a big win. But I also understand I've got to have a little, lot of little wins across the way, and I've got to understand what winning is. And I've also got to understand that along the way, there's a lot more losses than wins to get that win. Like I have to learn and I have to fail. That's why it takes the 10,000 times or whatever, but it's the ability to know that I want to win and the drive to win and knowing that winning is fleeting. I win today, tomorrow, no one gives a crap. I start all over, try to win again tomorrow. Doesn't matter what I did today. No one remembers yesterday. We rarely get credit from yesterday. Some of us are written in the history books. Some of us are not. But winning in our lives and winning is having purpose. And the importance of winning it is a huge thing that we don't emphasize in culture anymore because we feel like it hurts people's feelings. But it makes us stronger. And learning to win is part of the preparation. There are other countries out there that are preparing their generations to win. So if you're, we're not, that means the only other solution is we're preparing ourselves to lose. Do we, I mean, that's the opposite of not preparing to win. And so in doing that, um, you know, winning is an important part of leadership. And I think encouraging in your businesses, um, in your families, playing games on your sports teams, what winning really looks like and what losing really looks like and clearly defining it. Really, it's a black and white thing. There is no, oh, whatever. No, we lost. We need to learn. We won, still need to learn, period. Otherwise, you won't keep winning uh, and you'll keep losing if you don't learn from it. So 
why is winning important and making winning a part of everything we do and defining what winning is and having goals and achieving those goals, you know, that is winning. We kind of coat over it in society and disguise it as something else. But if I set my goals and I achieve them, that's winning my day. You know, that's winning my life. That's winning, you know, and if I build up a bunch of days that I set up goals and tasks and I accomplish all of them and I win a bunch of days in a row, then I'm a winner and I'm winning. And if I lose days and I keep losing days, then I'm going to become a loser. It's pretty much that simple, really. Like, honestly, if we define it in black and white and where people are in the world, it's do you set goals every day, achievable goals that move your life forward, you know, your family forward and everything? Do you achieve them every day? And do you get a win for that day? I'm not the only person to talk about this, obviously. Um, there's other podcasters and professionals that talk about winning the day. Andy Frisella talks about winning the day. It's the same thing we're talking about and why winning is important because if we learn to win, we learn to win by setting goals, holding ourselves to task, practicing, 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 and then winning. And then we understand what it's like to win. And then we lose again. And we're like, how, why did we lose again? We just won. Then we're like, oh, we need to keep practicing, 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 winning. And so getting used to that practice for the pursuit of winning is the important part because the pursuit is the important thing and winning in life and having winners and losers is just, it's the way it is. And it's unfortunate, but some of us are born into some things and there's ovarian lotteries. I get all of it, but every human has the growth ability inside themselves, inside their human brain to change the way they think to manifest something different. I've done it myself. I change, I work on changing family patterns. I work on mentally changing things that I run into problems with, the way I lead, my temper, for example, which is a huge one. I have one for sure. I'm a very passionate person. I'm a very emotional person. I just don't make decisions based on those things. Um, so why is winning important? I just don't know how you gauge anything else. Um, if you don't have a strong urge to win, I don't think that there's been anyone out there that, um, that doesn't like winning. I think it's hard because when you do win or you get used to winning, it's hard when you don't win anymore, you got to retire from the sport. But I think then the true greats in the world or the athletes like a Michael Jordan or whatever used winning in that philosophy of winning in ways to build businesses like, you know, now the Charlotte Hornets and, um, you know, uh, Air Jordan business with Nike and whatever else in businesses because he's an entrepreneur, just like Shaquille O'Neal, for example, Shaquille O'Neal is like Papa John's and he's got insurance things and whatever. He's an entrepreneur, you know. Also, on top of being an athlete, he's, you know, a businessman at the very least, if you don't want to call him an entrepreneur for Shaquille O'Neal. But they do things, they continue greatness beyond just the thing that we know them for. Because they understand that the athlete in the winning, winning as an athlete needs to translate and move up in the realm. And it needs to be that they win in life holistically with their family, with their money. You see things on Shaquille O'Neal right now, like I'm a billionaire or whatever, you know, I'm rich, you're not to his kids. And like, you can come to me and I'll believe in your ideas, 
but whatever. But it's th that type of thing where he's setting clear examples. He has gobbles of money, but he doesn't want to castrate his children, for lack of a better term, socially in the world, or castrate their drive or their motivation or their ability to win by getting them too used to that money and thinking that it's just theirs by right. You know, so that's, you know, you see that in these greats because they do worry. They know what it was like and they know what drives them and what drove them was coming from literally usually nothing, you know, or literally a hard situation or a bad something that happened to us as a kid or in college or whatever. There's drivers there and they're usually marked by really dark black periods in life. But they're usually the drivers, the hardships that make us never want to go back there. It's the losing, you know, those hardships are losing and it's not our fault. Don't get me wrong. And, and I, I'm not trying to say that, but if we never want it to happen again and we want a world that, that doesn't happen, we've got to start winning and we've got to change the way we think and manifest winning in our life and setting goals and growth and behavioral changes that are really hard. Right. And I say from experience because it's, you know, everyone's like, oh, you know, crazy this and why everyone that goes to mind uh, psychologists, at least they're sports psychologists, everyone, your brain is the biggest part of who you are. If you don't know how to manage it and you're struggling and there's patterns and you truly believe in being a good leader and winning and grow, like you have to win. And winning is becoming the best human physically and mentally that you are. And so, why is winning important and instilling it in schools? Like we set that mindset. And so, um, Elena, great question again. Um, I don't um, know how you feel about winning, but obviously I like winning. I've just told everyone, but I think that attaching it to things is pretty important. So. Yeah, I think that it's really interesting how you said it takes, you know, in the beginning, it takes some losing to get to that win. And so we shouldn't always be, you know, let down or disappointed each time we lose, but just really learning from those experiences and moving forward um, towards trying again and, you know, maybe trying something in a new, a new route and or a different, you know, way of approaching a problem or whatever it might be, whether it's personal or professional. I think everyone loves winning, obviously. Um, but making sure that we're doing things in the right way too, ethically and just in the right way with our values and our value system, I think is really important because it's easy to win sometimes if you're willing to do it the wrong way. If you're willing to, you know, step on others to get there or to do things you know, not a hundred percent. And I think that comes back to just, you know, your own code of values or whatever it is for you. And that's something different we could talk about at another time. But I think, you know, we don't always have to win in order to learn something. Sometimes we learn more as, you know, business leaders or whatever it might be from losing. So I don't think there's any shame in that, but obviously you want to win. Everyone loves to win, but I think doing it in the correct manner is very important. I think it's really important that we look at professional athletes in the world today, like a Lionel Messi and a Cristiano Ronaldo in the way that they lead. And they're also, they lead in a way that they celebrate victory. Um, but they're also humbled by winning. And I think um, 
there's a, a clear thing. There's a times to be humbled by winning. There's a times to celebrate winning. And we have the athletes out there that demonstrate both. There's a time to celebrate that big win and let everyone know you won. And there's a time to be win and be humbled by it and know that you did it and you achieved it. And you, we, you also need to understand that as a human. When is the right time as a leader to celebrate the win? And when is the right time to be humbled by it? And when is the right time to make sure that someone feels that they are the reason you want? And giving that, delegating that, if you will, in soccer, it'd be like, oh, I had the chance to get a hat trick, which we just saw Lionel Messi do by a penalty kick, and he gave it to another one of his teammates so they could win. You know, he gave it to him. He selfishly, he's, you know, he, he's a competitor. He wants more goals than anyone. That's what drives him more. Best soccer player in the world. But he gave it up for someone so someone could feel that winning because he knows that he needs each one of his teammates too to feel that win, not only because winning's important, but they also need to be part of the win. And they need to be part of that, like, DNA of the win, if you will. And that becomes contagious. And it's so important that we see things like that as leaders. Athletes just demonstrate this in sports. If we really break it down and 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 are less critical of the athletes, and you know, I can go to football games, which I don't watch football because everyone's so critical of the athlete. I'm like, holy crap, like just enjoy the football game already. Like we've got like real leadership going on here and values that we should be extrapolating. Like we're worried about how someone isn't as good as they were last year. Are you kidding me? This guy is on the field leading right now, you know, in the way that he can or having something go on. How, what's a way that he should lead? So I see things differently. But that being said, sports are the way to do it. And when our children are in sports and we want them to do well and we want them to play, we've also got to let them lose. And so that's the hardest thing. I've coached soccer. Um, I've coached sports, girls and boys. Um, and the hardest thing, and I got to tell you, I see it on both sides. I saw it as being a coach. I saw it as a step parent with other kids. Um, and I see it now and that I'm hiring those generations out, those same things that I dealt with when they were three, four, five, six, seven, eight, all the way up to 18 in terms of not the parents protecting them from losing. They've come out in the business world and I'm having to teach them to win. I'm having to teach them. And by I, I mean, we at food service partners, sorry, I don't mean Justin Mazzaro alone. Um, all I, again, don't do it without a group and I don't win without a group, but we have futures partners. Um, we have, we're literally having to train people in the skills that should have been there. They learned from winning or core values. They should have learned from someone standing up to, to things and instilling some, some real values, um, morals and ethics or chores or work ethic. Um, so the fact that we have generations coming out, that are like that it's literally a direct relation to winning like honestly like i can tell you i coach sports i have the same people coming out of school like the winners that are, are few and far between that are coming out of college like there are winners you know they are identifiable elena was one of them that's where she's here there's a guy now that works for same skylar these are these clear winners that are abnormalities and they're uncomfortable and they're going against their normal social norms 
and, and what their friends are doing to do something different and lead in their lives and step out of the norm. And so that's winning in life. If you, you're not a sports player and you don't know what, what's winning in sports and okay, I'm doing something. Else. Winning in life is doing what the, everyone else isn't doing. It's being who you truly are and truly living by your gifts that you are giving you. Whether you believe in God or you believe in whatever, you're here for a short period of time and there's only one of you with your gifts. If you don't turn up the volume on those gifts and give them to the world, and especially in democracies, I can't figure out what you're doing because you, you only have so much time. And the people that are taking advantage of the time and winning now and making those decisions to win now and not play video games all day and not do whatever. And I'm not saying you shouldn't play a video game here and there to calm down or take away your stress. I'm just saying, let's be reasonable here. And what I'm saying is that if you want more and you want to do better and you want a better world and you have this opinion that there should be a better world or we should have better politicians or we should have better leaders or what are our leaders doing? And we mistrust leaders. Like we have, a computer technology guru who did really well at computers, yet we think he's a, a, a like a philanthropist guru because he has a lot of money to give. Like, no, that's not right. Like, because I'm an expert in one thing doesn't directly mean that I'm super intelligent and expert in another. So that's not winning. Like winning is making the decision for me to know what is that person are really an expert in that I'm leading? What should I take from them? What are they leading? And are they being honest and humble for, with themselves? And what are my following? Am I following what's true to me? Am I following what's true to my life? What's building a future for me, for my family that maybe I don't have yet, or the wife that I don't have yet, or the husband or spouse or whatever it is? That's winning in life also. So if we don't instill it early on in sports and in life or in games, in our children and in our businesses, then you're pretty much screwed because there's going to be someone else who's teaching someone probably and not in this country anymore in the United States that are teaching people to be really competitive, especially in a communist environment, which you think that they're not competitive because they get flattened out economically. But what getting flattened out economically does to a country is it equalizes them to all be equally as driven to take that flat balance that they've all been equalized and raise it all up together. That's communism. Like they all, if their price wages go up, all of them go up. How does all of them go up? You wage war economically on every international market. So you have more money coming in. So you have more people coming in and then every single person gets the wage increased equally. Duh. Like it's pretty basic, but their, their way of winning because it doesn't match our view of individualistic winning because it's more team-based and it's communist-based because we get into the philosophy, but they're still driven by winning way more than we are. They'll fish the seas illegally. And to Elaine's point, they're willing to do whatever it takes to win. So the only way to beat something or in a world that takes someone that's willing to cheat, lie, and steal to win and not follow any rules is to build strong morals, strong core values, and every single citizen and every single person, whether it's through Christianity or, or Islam or Judaism or Buddhism or whatever, we need to embrace that there are core values in all of these things that need to be embraced. I, non-religiously, I don't know how you do it, 
but there's got to be a greater purpose in order to instill those core values for a greater future. So if you just believe in that every human purpose is to benefit the next one, and that's our sole purpose in life, to be in the ground, I don't know how you still don't believe that our purpose is to make the next generation better than we are. And how do you do it other than making them more capable and giving them more life skills? And a life skill is not getting used to losing or pretending that the world is equal. It's not. We may have equal opportunity, but we certainly aren't equal in the way, in the situations we're born, in the backgrounds we are, in what country we are. It's just not that way. We can equalize rights and, and human things, but our situation and everything where we come from, no, it's not equal. It's, it's freaking hard. And we've all got to learn how to win in our situation to get out of it, to make sure our family doesn't ever have to do it again. And the generations after that don't ever have to do it again. But you can't lose sight of that. The reason Justin Bizarro is winning right now is because my family gave up fucking everything and got on a fucking boat in Naples and sailed to America through Ellis Island for the belief that their next generation would have a better life. And then that generation being my father made sure that I was being pushed to make it sure, put me in private schools, provide the best education, provide, allow me to go to Europe to play soccer, to get exposure from 13 to 17, you know, just, you know, cause most parents be like, hell no, what are you doing? You're 13. You're going to go over there like alone, whatever. No, no, you know, like blah, blah, blah. But they did it. It took exposure. It was risk. I could have been kidnapped, dead, whatever. But I had life skills. My parents knew I had them because they instilled them from me the day I was born on the farm. And so I learned to win on the farm by mowing the grass. I learned to win by playing sports. I learned to win by making sure the animals didn't die. I learned to win in every way possible. I learned to win by being a decent student. I wouldn't say I won in, in being a student. Like it wasn't something that I truly, I was driven by learning and information, but I struggled within the environment for sure. And having people tell me what to think or, or how to do things. I really struggled when it wasn't open and learning. And I struggled with professors and teachers that were more wanting me to believe their point of view versus exploring the whole entire point of view. And so, you know, that was just me. And so I looked like disruptive and everything. It wasn't probably challenged enough in school at times, but that can be looked at as not winning. But what I did do with that energy and I did do with it is I used it as a way to be like, okay, like what if they don't know? What if they've never won before and they're used to losing and therefore they don't think that I can do it and they're so insecure that they can't hear someone else's point of view because they've not used to losing because losing really teaches you to look at other people's point of view and go seek help and hear other people's point of view so you can improve and win. You know, so believe me, I'm still doing it. I still lose. Like I still have humility, like hit me in the face daily. I mean, every day I learn something as a manager and a leader in my business. Um, you know, every day there's uh, uh, something that we deal with, especially in food and the amount of food we produce, amount of meals for the number of hospitals and long-term care homes and co-packing and direct-to-consumer meals we do. For producers, there's always problems. You know, so it's getting used to that some days um, you lose and you just need to learn from them and make sure that it doesn't happen again. But you get different staff in, 
you get different people. Losing's part of the game, um, but it doesn't have to be called losing as long as you see it as an opportunity to grow. And you're not a loser as long as every day you still win the tasks, which is continually moving the business forward. And if you're moving the business forward or you're moving yourself forward, there's always going to be losing. It's part of the game. You have to lose in order to grow because you're trying something new. You're going to lose. Like if I'm playing chess for the first time, I'm going to lose. It's that, it's just the way it is. Like I can't avoid it. Like seriously, if I'm playing someone else, they're teaching me chess, I'm going to lose unless they're coddling me, which doesn't do me any good for my growth. So that's, I guess it in a nutshell, like winning is essential for growth. I think that I agree with, with everything that was shared and there's so many different ways that we can, you know, do this over time, but just to grow as a person and as a leader and whatever role it may be that you're trying to grow in. Um, I think this episode will be very helpful for all of those things. So thank you for sharing all of that insight with us. I know everyone will greatly appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you, everyone. Thanks, guys, and we look forward to having you back um, in our upcoming episodes. Awesome.